Welcome to the Healthy Family Project by Produce for Kids, covering the hot topics in the world of health, food, and family with a dose of fun. Today we're welcoming back Kieran from EasyRealFood.com back to the podcast. She talked to us on episode 14 about the benefits of taking your kids to the grocery store and we're excited to have her back. She is the mom to four kids under 13, um, busy lady, an influencer marketing manager, and holistic health coach. Um, She has an interest in healthy eating since the age of 17 and that definition has changed for her over the years. So her website, easyrealfood.com, focuses in on real ingredients, which we love, and helps families ensure they are eating whole, nutritious meals. So with a busy household herself, she wants to help others not feel the stress that so many often do when it comes to meal planning and eating healthfully. So back on episode 14, we did talk about taking your kids to the grocery store and how that can Um, you know, just set them up for success and educate them on picking different things, selecting, um, planning their own recipes, things like that. And then I noticed several weeks ago that she had launched something called Camp Kitchen, which it was super exciting. I was really interested in it. I reached out and said, you know, you need to come back on to the Healthy Family Project the summer months are upon us. Everyone is talking camps and and how to keep those kids busy and keep their minds going over the summer. So I wanted to have her back on. I knew it would be a great time to talk to Kieran about getting the kids in the kitchen during times, um, down times like summer break where the kids might have a little more, um, you know, just, just time in the day to, to do different things, explore different things and, um, get some extra learning and knowledge um, in. All right, I know what you might be thinking. Are you kidding me? I don't want to be cooking in a hot kitchen this summer. I want my kids to be outside. Or maybe you're, you know, an adult that thinks, I don't get a summer break from work. I work full time. So it's not like my schedule really changes in the summer. But but don't sign off just yet. We have we have some ideas. There's there's there are ways um and easy ways to get these kids in the kitchen and and even yourself um learning some new things this summer. All right, I've talked enough here. Let's get started with Kieran. Hi Kieran, so great to have you back. What have you been up to since we last last spoke? I know you've been a busy bee. Yeah, thanks so much for having me. Oh gosh, I feel like just like everybody else, life has been busy. It's, you know, I want to say a crazy time of year, but I feel like it tends to be every time of year that is getting to be busy. So um, I had a few fun travel outings over the last six weeks, and one of them just really pushed me out of my comfort zone. I chaperoned a week-long camping trip with my fourth grade, uh, my fourth grader and her class, and we had no access to um, to anybody, no Wi-Fi, no phone connection or anything like that. Um, so that was fun. It was really fun. I was nervous about doing it. Um, <laughs> I would be nervous. It, You're brave. <laughs> oh my gosh, I know. You know, it ended up being like this great detox, actually, which is, is funny, I think, for the world that you and I live in. We think we're trying to do all these healthy things, but it just, it got me away from everything. And it was, it was really nice. So, um, that was kind of the highlight over the last little bit. And then I've been working on camp kitchen and, um, just recipe creation and 
and getting Camp Kitchen launched and um, just excited to get it out there. It's I think it's the right time of year and excited to let other other moms and parents and caregivers know about it. Awesome. Well, it definitely has us excited and we're we're really interested to to jump in and, and learn all about Camp Kitchen and what we can do here over the summer months to to get our families into the into the kitchen. Um, so, you know, I love the overall concept of looking at kids in the kitchen as a learning experience and truly it really can be I, I feel like, you know, I work in this field and every time I'm in the kitchen with my kids or we're creating a new recipe, I learn something new. Um, so this summer I challenged my thirteen year old to make one meal for the family each week. So she's in charge of selecting her recipe. She loves Pinterest. I don't feel like that's a regular 13-year-old thing, maybe. I don't know. But she loves Pinterest. She loves browsing through and finding um, different things. And then um, she's in charge of adding it to our weekly grocery list and then making the meal happen. And I haven't really pigeonholed her to dinner. That's my original thought because I thought, oh, that would be really the most helpful for me. (laughs) But I really wanted her to be creative. And so it's up to her, you know, whether that be breakfast or dinner or, or even, you know, if we're having a lunch at home then um you know she could do lunch but so I know it would be harder during the school year with her to do this because she's so involved in so many activities and I felt like summer was just a really good time to try to implement this um but I know many of us parents don't have less of a workload over the summer it's kind of like yay it's summertime but uh, you know kids are out of school but some things don't really change for us but I know maybe, you know, we have vacation days that we need to use up. Um, That's something I hear often. Or some companies do summer Fridays where you get to, you know, leave at a certain time. Um, And I feel like we have a lot of rainy Saturday mornings or weekend days over the summer. Um, So what easy recommendations do you have for the summer months when kids might have a little more downtime from homework, clubs, and activities to get them in the kitchen? Yeah. Well, first off, I love how you are giving your daughter the freedom of choice to really kind of find what she likes to make, because I think that is um, key in itself to let them have a choice. Um, So, you know, I know personally speaking, one of my daughters is super fond of baking and, you know, it's not like you said, I I totally appreciate and wish that they all just want to make dinner for us to take that off of my plate. Mm -hmm. But she enjoys baking things, which ends up, hey, it's great. We end up having extra baked things on hand, which never go to waste. Um, Another one really likes making breakfast food. She likes, you know, typical like French toast and scrambled eggs and that kind of thing. So, uh, you know, that's one suggestion is um, finding out from your kids, whether just kind of by watching them and seeing what they gravitate towards or talking with them, you know, where are their interests? What, what are they drawn to? Is it, is it baking? Do they like to chop and cut the vegetables? Um, Like my, Youngest son used to love using little, not the juicer juicer, but you know, that little citrus juicer, things mm-hmm. like that. So what, what do they, he, he now likes using the spiralizer. So we'll do the zoodles and, you know, we've done sweet potatoes, uh, you know, spiralized, that kind of thing. So find what their interest is and then really just feed into that. Um, now on the flip side, I did a similar challenge a couple years ago during the summer and, um, had my kids make dinner one night each week. You know, it varied who was making it, you know, on different weeks. And one thing that they struggled with was what to make. Um, I felt like I provided them with different opportunities, you know, Pinterest and recipe books and magazines and, you know, blogs and all that, but they were having a hard time really 
figuring, making that decision of what to make and actually said, can you give us, you know, can you just tell us what to make? And then we're having to make it. So, you know, different kids are, you know, have different interests and, and, you know, if that's something that they need help with, then, you know, just kind of go with their cue. Um, one other thing would be, um, suggestion would be to have a theme and this could look like a few different scenarios. Um, so maybe you're going with a certain cuisine like Italian night or Mexican food nights or Indian dishes. Um, and for all those super organized moms out there, maybe you research them together and make it, you know, very educational and come up with, you know, what dishes they have in those different cultures and then come up with a menu for that day to fit those meals. Um, I also like doing a themed day in our household where maybe it is like taco day and one person makes the tortillas. One person is head of the guacamole and others doing the salsa and, you know, someone's tackling the chicken and it just becomes a team effort. So, um, there's just that sense of accomplishment for me, at least when you're all in the kitchen working together towards the same goal. And, and then you've got those tangible results of, you know, you have the meal to enjoy together afterwards. Um, so those would be a few suggestions. That's awesome. I love, I love all of it. And I know sometimes, you know, I feel like I could get in here and make this happen pretty quickly. But then when I do take the time to bring the girls in at, at, you know, when we have the results, I feel like, wow, like you said, accomplishment, you know, we did this together and, you know, they were able to, to get in there and, they're feeling good and I'm feeling good and we're eating something good. So it's just, it's, you know, good for everybody. And my younger one, you, you said find what they like to do. It's interesting. Um, there's several things that she enjoys doing, but one of those is breading, um, like breading chicken or breading pork. We have an air fryer, so we do, um, we utilize that a lot with those kinds of things. So she is just all about it. I mean, she, if she sees that we are having something for dinner and she was not involved in that process, she is not happy with me. <laughs> she, you can send her to my house for that. that. That's one I would like to take off of my plate. So yeah. <laughs> I, I, me too. I like yep. <laughs> um, so I think as parents and I kind of, I mentioned this a little bit, we feel really overwhelmed at the thought of um, bringing our kids into the kitchen. So how do we as parents, caregivers, get motivated to make it all happen? Oh, yeah, I, I agree 100%. I think um, it's really about being in that right mindset and and really being in that patient mode, you know, and, and I think there are better times than others you know, for example, you need to get to swim team in 30 minutes, probably not the best time to get them in the kitchen with you. You know, um, if you've got, you know, other things on your mind, you've got tasks on your mind that you're thinking of to do later. Again, maybe not the best, the best time, but you know, take a deep breath, find those days where you've got a little extra time and, and you're feeling more in that, that patience mode. Um, I just personally, I just got a new puppy on Sunday and I mean, dinners have been, quick and you know, I'm, I'm just getting done myself because I'm, I'm not really, I'm just not in that, that correct mindset and patience mode that you need to be in, in, in my opinion. Um, and of course, you know, to be expected are spills and you know, their clothes might get dirty and they may not get the measurements exactly right. 
Um, and that's okay. That's part of the learning process. I mean, we, we know that in real life that happens to us too. And I think that having them experiencing that with you and then showing them, okay, what are we, how are we cleaning these things up? How are we clean up those fills? Or, you know, what do we do if we forgot the baking soda or things like that? Those are all great life lessons that, um, can happen at the same time. So really, again, that deep breath and finding that patience mode and knowing that, it's such a great experience and whatever is happening along the way, well, might be even like the tad bit frustrating is so well worth it in the end. It really is. And these are all great tips. And I know just from my own experience, it is so true that you have to be in the right mindset, um, you know, to, to kind of get in there and have the patience. Otherwise it's going to end in a fight or <laughs> it's going to end in someone stomping off and, and, um, right. yeah. but you know, and the cleaning has been a challenge for us, but I think both of my girls are, are old enough now that, you know, I used to just say, Oh my gosh, like, yes, it's fun to create something, but there's also this part of it too, you know, and cleaning as you go right. is a good idea because I feel like then it's not, you know, at the end, you don't have this giant mountain to take care of. Um, you can kind of do it, do it along the way. But good, all good life lessons, too. Um, all right, so now let's get into Camp Kitchen. And tell us a little bit, what inspired you to create this program? Yeah, okay. So this is um, exciting for me. I, I, like I said, it just launched. And so I'm I'm just excited because I feel like a lot of other moms can relate with my story. Um, I, I think I mentioned I have four kids. And so my two older ones I sent to cooking camp a few years ago and it was great. It was, you know, they learned a ton and yeah, I mentioned making tortillas. That was one of the things that they learned how to make corn tortillas and they make them way better than I could ever make them now after t attending camp. But, you know, I think it's very well worth it. I drove 15 miles each way to take them there and I spent a boatload of money on it. So, um, all that said, you know, I, I think it was worth it. It just was, it was a big investment for me. So, um, last summer I felt that my two younger kids were ready for cooking camp. And so I looked into some options and what I found was that, um, it was a five day program that was two hours each day. And it was going to cost $750 for the two of them to do it. So, yeah. you know, I'm, I'm going, okay, so I need to drive down there. And by the time I get there, how much time do I actually have to do anything, you know, to make it worth my while? We're always, I think we're all, you know, whether you work or you work at home or whatever your situation is, we're all always trying to fit different things in, you know, and it just, it didn't seem to make sense from so many different aspects. Um, and so I started thinking, I love to cook, you know, I, I like to cook for my kids. I like to get them in the kitchen and I like to inspire other parents to get in the kitchen. So is there any way that I could create some kind of program for other people to do this at home and, you know, be a part of it and get everybody in the kitchen together with the end goal of getting, you know, teaching the kids to cook the bonding experience and make it affordable and, and all of that at the same time. So I didn't do any market research. I just had this idea and just kind of jumped straight in and um, came up with a themed days. So there's there's um, five themed days within. So there's like a pizza day, a soup day, a baking day, um, a breakfast day, and I'm sorry, I'm I'm not I'm failing to think of the last one. Uh, um, so a salad day. Sorry. 
Um, so there's the five themed days and, um, just kind of put it together. And I, I really want other moms and dads and caregivers out there to know about it because it's doable, it's affordable. And, um, again, it's just, I feel like it's checking all those boxes. So, you know, and even if mom or dad can't do it, you know, maybe, maybe it's something the caregiver or, you know, grandma or grandpa can participate in or, you know, something like that. There's, there's flexibility for it to fit your schedule, your lifestyle. There's no need to drive excessive amounts or wonder what you're going to do when you're there. And, you know, I like um, that. I, guess, I like, um, the grandparents, I know a lot of grandparents have their kid, have their grandkids over the summer. Um, and I, I hadn't, that really hadn't come to mind as I've been looking through it this week, but it's true. It's portable. Like you, t you can, you know, right now we're talking about summer, but of course you could use this kind of, you know, the whole PDF, the camp kitchen, any time of the year, but making it portable to whoever is your caregiver over the summer as a kid, it's kind of like, yeah, that's a good, I didn't even think about it that way. <laughs> good, good. Yeah. Yeah, it's, um, I've, I've actually, have, you know, I've talked with a few different, even like vacation Bible schools, you know, that were like, oh, this would be a great, you know, a great structure program mm -hmm. for us to use and things like that, which I'm, I just, again, I, my end goal is to really help inspire as I know you guys really feel the same of, of getting kids in the kitchen. It's a, a life skill. And, um, you know, I, I, my belief is for anybody of any age to really eat healthy is to start cooking. And so I feel like it's, um, it would be an honor for us to all help our kids learn that skill at an early age and give them and just empower them to do that as they grow older. I agree. And like you mentioned, the cost of, of camps is not always um, an easy, easy number to digest. And we all want to give the best to our kids, but it's just not feasible, um, you know, sometimes to have them in these camps. I know there's several here. Um, in Orlando that I looked at this summer and I just thought, I, ca I cannot even, I mean, not that they're not a great camp, but it's just the cost um, is just, it's a hard, hard one to swallow there. Right. Right. I agree. All right. So one thing so I love uh, going through Camp Kitchen this week is that you offer age-appropriate suggestions, and I know we've talked about this before just in general. So in the Camp Kitchen, you offer age-appropriate suggestions for kitchen activities. So I think anyone listening who's interested in heading over to your site to to download the Camp Kitchen um, should know that that information is in there because I think you think, oh, my kid's too young or, oh, my kid's too old or are they the right age? So why do you think it was important to outline these things in, in Camp Kitchen? Sure. Yeah. Well, that's a good question. I, uh, you know, people have asked, what ages is this appropriate for? And, and truly, I like to say, I mean, you know your kids best in their abilities. My suggestion is age four and up. I mean, it, there's no reason why adults can't partake in this too. Or, you know, teens can, most of them can probably do it on their own. But, um, you know, personally speaking, um, my kids transitioned over to a Montessori school about five years ago. And so um, my youngest at that point was just turning three. And a few months into school, he was cutting, he came home and he was, you know, he told me he learned how to cut celery and cucumbers with a butter knife. And I was like, oh my gosh, you know, I, I would have never let him do that, you know, and it, and 
you know, my eldest at that point, I don't think she had used a, you know, a chef's knife, which, you know, with, with the appropriate, um, you know, just working with them and teaching them, I, I think it's very doable. My eldest at this point was 11 ish, somewhere in there, um, 10 or 11. So I feel like I held my kids back in some different areas where they really had the ability, but I was scared to let them try. And so I, I didn't want to make the same mistakes with my younger kids. And I'm so glad that I was turned on to some of that knowledge to really see what I was missing out on. Um, and I, I know that as parents, we're often, you know, just a little bit nervous about what can they do? What can't they do? And I wanted to provide just some guidelines, maybe to just open your people's thinking of, wow, okay, this, this is okay. I can let them do this. Or what are some ways that you can, can encourage even the younger ones that are under three to start getting them in the kitchen and getting them excited and just familiar with, um, what's there and what they can do. That's great. So any age, we're all, we're all camp kitchening this summer. Um, so now, so now what level of comfort in the kitchen would you say? So we kind of cross that bridge on what age is appropriate for this. Now, what level of comfort in the kitchen would you say a caregiver or parent would need to have to kind of guide um, their child through Camp Kitchen? Um, you know, I tried to spell everything out within in terms of, you know, the, those age-appropriate activities we talked about, some safety areas and tips and such for getting your kids into the kitchen. Um, I probably would not suggest for somebody with, with no um, kitchen experience at all to try it out. But I do think that it can be a great learning experience, like we just said, for you know adults as well as kids. Um, even those who really are not avid cooks or, or bakers or ones who are, are making meals daily or even you know a few times a week. So um, you know, I think it can be something that can be learned together and, and a great bonding experience with that. Um, I know you've had a chance to look within. Would you would you agree with that? Yes, I would definitely agree. As I as I went through the camp kitchen this week, I think that it can can be, you know, it's definitely not a compl- not complicated by any stretch. And I think that both the adults and kids can get in there together um, and learn side by side. If maybe an adult doesn't feel as comfortable, you know, as as they would like to be in the kitchen, but I do think that if they can take advantage of it and learn together, um, that would probably be the adults can go to summer camp too. <laughs> you're right. You're right. I mean, uh, you know, again, I think a lot of us, I, I personally, I'm, I always enjoy learning, you know, just different things. So I think, I think it's a great opportunity to do it and you can do it on your own schedule too, which is nice. For sure. So lastly, I know there are a lot of allergies out there a lot of conversations about allergies I know your family you deal personally with with this topic does camp kitchen translate to those who have dietary restrictions like an allergy it does yes it definitely does um like you mentioned we we have within our family some gluten and lactose intolerances and um you know avoiding nuts and all that so I try to make sure that there are you, you know, if the recipes, the recipes are all gluten-free um, for starters. And then I offered substitutions also, um, just trying to be sensitive to to those looking for those. Wonderful. Well, I think that, I think we've covered everything on 
Camp Kitchen. Is there anything else that you feel like listeners should know? And also you need to let us know how we can go and download um, to get started. Yeah. Um, I, I feel like we covered it. I mean, I guess, I guess the obvious is, um, or maybe not so obvious is that it is, it is a digital product. So it's not, um, a, a hard copy, although I know a lot of people like to print it out and put it in a binder. So, um, I'm one of those people who likes to have the hard copy also, so you can look at it digitally or you can look at it on a hard copy in that fashion. Um, and, uh, to find out, I, I think you'll probably put in the show notes, but, um, you know, we have a link. It's campkitchen.easyrealfood.com to find out more about it. Um, and then, and like I said, I'm, I'm sure you'll, you can include that link um, for the listeners. Yes. Is that, is that yep. right? Yes. We'll include okay. um, that link in the show notes and then any other relevant links of things that we've talked about today. Okay. All right. Yeah, that sounds great. Awesome. So the site is, you said, the Camp Kitchen dot easyrealfood.com but we again we'll include that in the show notes so no need to take notes there and just remember this can be used anytime so i mean we're talking summer right now summer is a great time when kids have extra downtime um but don't don't feel like it has to be summer right keep it on hand all year for those downtimes that make sense i know there's there's holidays um, that come around where there's a few extra days off of school, off of work, or, you know, weather that's keeping you inside. Um, there's just a lot of opportunity um, to to take advantage. So thank you, Karen, for taking the time to chat today. Um, any final thoughts for listeners? Um, please also tell us where to find you online on social media so we can follow along. Yeah, no, um, thank you so much for talking with me just to kind of piggyback on what you said. One, one other thought, um, you know, like you said, it can be done on your own schedule, but it's also great for, for homeschoolers. So, um, it's that structure if, mm -hmm. you know, if they're looking for, but yeah, if anyone's looking for any type of cooking, um, type of education, um, some have found that useful also. Um, but for finding me online, my site is easyrealfood.com, um, and that's where I share recipes for busy families. Uh, they're mostly gluten-free, um, and otherwise they're pretty varied. I'm personally mostly plant-based. My husband has to have meat at every meal, and you know we've got a few food sensitivities, so you know I try to keep the recipes varied and and all that. So, um, and I will leave you my links for social. Um, findings if anybody wants to check me out there too. Okay. We'll link up to those. Okay. Well, thank you so much for taking the time to chat with us today. I know I'm excited to have Camp Kitchen in my house this summer, and I hope our listeners out there um, will take advantage as well. Thank you so much. I really appreciate it. Thank you to everyone for listening today's, to today's episode. I have great news. Camp Kitchen is typically $14 over on Kieran's site, but we are offering a special link in the show notes to Healthy Family Project listeners where you can get it for 10% off, and it's yours forever once you download. Don't forget about Power Your Summer. Produce for Kids is hosting all summer long. Go to poweryoursummer.com to enter to win weekly prizes like avocado pool floats, pineapple coolers, and more. And then be sure to look out for new content over on produceforkids.com like 15 cool treats for summer and my new blog post rounding up 20 healthy energy bite recipes necessary in our family over the summer. 
We do have a lot of no-cook recipes on the website, and we are adding new seasonal recipes weekly. We are now releasing new videos on our YouTube channel regularly. We are busy over here. We'll link up to our newest uh, videos in the show notes, but you can keep an eye out for our pesto zoodle salad, buffalo rice chicken bowls, and a really amazing shrimp fajita sheet pan dinner. All of those videos are available on the Produce for Kids channel over on YouTube. We are continuing to grow as a podcast, which is awesome because that means there are families out there that want to get healthy and are benefiting from the information we are sharing. If you like the Healthy Family Project, tell a friend, leave us a rating, don't forget to subscribe, all of those things. It will only help our visibility so we can continue to create a healthier generation. If you want to tweet with me direct, I'm at Amanda M. Kiefer on Twitter, and you can find Produce for Kids on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Pinterest, and YouTube. Be sure to subscribe. Talk soon.